103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you this evening. We are delivered to you by Ison's Family Pizza, brought to you in part by ETC, Garrick's Incorporated, Tom Simmons, Chewy Buick, George's Pharmacy, Medical and Floral, Hirton Elko, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free Bait Cell. Our first guest this evening is Ken Getz. Ken is the Oldberg Academy Boys soccer coach. And Coach, recap the last part of the season uh, for your team and your sectional run. All right, Ron. First of all, thanks for having me on again tonight. Um, you know, last, last time I was on, uh, we were talking about our 0-4 start, so uh wasn't a very good start to our season, but um, we ended up going 10-7-2, and so uh, a, a good turnaround, 10-3-2 uh, and two over the over those last uh, 15 games, and, and five of our losses were the sectional winners this year, and uh, the other two losses were to 3A Seymour, which we know is a big school, and Landmark Christian out of Ohio, which is our private school, so... Um, and one of those teams is still playing uh, Fort Wayne Canterbury. They're, they won a regional the other night, and uh, they're playing in the Final Four. So, you know, even with all the losses, uh, we lost all good teams. We didn't lose to anybody that I guess that we should say we shouldn't have, but um, our, uh, our offense struggled this year, and, and that was probably our biggest um reason we didn't win more games we had eight shutouts on a year and five of them were in the last seven games so our defense after the first four games we we turned that around we figured out where players needed to be but we still struggled on offense as the season went on uh, once we got to, uh, go ahead go ahead i was going to say continue i'm sorry um then we got into sectionals in, and uh, first game we played against Morristown, and uh, we won one nothing, which is typical the way our season went. We it, they were all low scoring games. Um, Aaron Snyder, sophomore, scored his first uh, first goal of the year and his first varsity goal, so that was uh, pretty uh, pretty neat for him to to be able to get that first varsity goal in the sectional game and be a game winner too. So. Uh, yeah, he was pretty pumped up about that, obviously. And then we went in our second game. We played Hauser, and uh, we came out on top 2-0 in that game. Um, Blake Boardman and Race Carley, they both, uh, seniors, both scored for us in that game. So uh, that put us into the finals against Southwestern Shelby. And Southwestern Shelby had a phenomenal year this year. They had only lost one game all year going into uh, – Going into those sectional finals, and uh, they beat us earlier in the year one nothing. That was our third game of the year, and uh, we came out losing in. We lost two zero, but um, our team, you know, they they fought to the last whistle, and that's really all a coach can ask. They uh, they gave everything they had. Just wasn't meant to be this year. We just couldn't put the ball in the net. 
coach, normally uh, this time of year we talk to some of your seniors, but I know with all the uh, COVID things and everything going on, it's hard to get the kids together after the season. Tell us about some of the players you'd like to highlight and some of those seniors you're losing. Well, it's, it's uh, I kind of want to highlight my entire team. We'll we'll talk about that's, a few, but I hate to. We only had 21. Well, we had 22 to start the year out. We had a transfer. Uh, he came in from Brazil, and he, he couldn't finish the year out for some reason. I, I don't know exactly. He had to go back, so he only got to play with us part-time. But So basically, we played with 21 kids all year. And uh, we were trying to play a lot of JV games too, and and that took a toll on us too. But uh, those those younger kids, we had six six freshmen, and two of them played a lot varsity. Well, one ended up starting; he pretty much started all year long. Jacob Cornelius. Um, after the first couple games, I put him in the back, and uh, he played one of my center fullbacks, and uh, did a great job for us back there. So I really want to. Thought, you know, all of them. There's a few guys. Jacob was one of them that came on for us as a freshman. Um, Joe Sutman, Jr., he played the other center fullback and did a great job for us. And uh, Sam McPhee, a sophomore, really stepped up this year, too. So those are some of the younger kids. And uh, <clears throat> we did talk to my two uh, captains the first, uh, first go around, Chris Hopman, uh, four year starter goalkeeper he's going to be sorely missed i don't know what we're going to do on that part of it for next year and then uh blake boardman uh race carly and stevie huff those are my four seniors that we're going to lose for next year but i guess a good part of it is that means i've got a lot of kids out of those 21 coming back uh, tell us about your outlooks for next year. And I know one of the things you have to wait on every year because you don't have the normal feeder system is you don't know how many freshmen you're going to get until really they enroll at school. So tell us what your outlooks are and what you hope to get. Well, I do know three or four kids coming in. Uh, um, well, one's a McPhee boy. The other one, is, I got one left coming in. So, uh, um, that's Brian McPhee, our principal. His youngest son's coming in next year. There's a Wagner boy coming in, and he's uh, his brother's on the team, Eli. Uh, so I know those two are coming in. I believe there might be three kids coming in from St. Uh, Nicholas. But other than that, I'm not real sure. I, you know, it's, again, it's, it is hard for me. You hear kids that say they're going to come, and then, you know, then they don't end up coming, and you you hope at the last minute you might get something might change your mind. But um, I, don't, I don't know what we have coming back. I'm really, really excited about our team for next year. Like I said, we got seven starters coming back. The big hole is going to be able to fill in the, in the keeper spot. and We've got a few options on the team, but we got a couple freshmen coming in that I know are keepers. And who knows, maybe one of them could step in and do that job. Uh, uh, on the offensive end, we lose. Chris was the only one we lose on the defensive end. On the offensive end, we lose three starters. But we didn't score much this year, so not saying that we won't miss those guys, but we didn't <laughs> score much. So 
hopefully we can find somebody to put the ball in the net next year. Um, I, it takes a lot of people to put a program on, and I know there's some people you'd like to thank for helping you out during the season. Well, I guess the first person I thank is my wife, Diane. Uh, I, <clears throat> we just finished my 13th year out there, and, and uh, she has to give a lot for me to be able to do this every year, but she really encourages me to do it. She knows this is why what I love to do. I, I, I think I was born to be a coach, I guess. I've been doing, <laughs> been coaching something since I was 19 years old, kind of like you, Ron. It's just something you... Yeah. You, 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 know, you know, it's need to be able to help kids out. And and uh, my coaching staff, Mike Wilhelm, he's been with me for 13 years. Uh, Brian Weberding and Trevor Kinker. Uh, those guys have been with me, too, for a while, and they helped me out a lot. And then, obviously, <clears throat> we have to thank all the parents that put up with bringing the kids to practice all the time and, and making sure they get them to everything. And uh, I might ask of a lot sometimes, but uh, I appreciate all their help. And a special thanks to our team mom, Lori Cornelius, which... Uh, I lean on her a lot too. She she takes care of all the odd things that I can't take care of, and then of course my players. If I didn't have them, you know, we wouldn't need the rest of us, I guess. Uh, Coach, uh, uh, you mentioned uh, been coaching since you were nineteen. The other day, uh, so to get out of the house, my wife took me down to the old Whitewater Territory and. Uh, had some uh, nice memories uh, driving through that area, and I know that's the area where you grew up in. And uh, boy, has it changed! Yeah, uh, well, I, I, yeah, I still good, live good. on School Road. I just live down the road. I still live on the family farm. Uh, okay, we, so we went by. We've been here since 1940. We bought we bought the farm down here, and I still live here. Well, I actually own the farm now, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we got into uh, going back into Harrison, and uh, we made a wrong turn, and uh, we saw some areas that I know we definitely didn't see because we made a wrong turn and uh, and uh, got off of, uh, didn't get onto uh, New Haven Road like we thought we did, so we had to stop and uh, do a little uh, looking at the phone and checking some uh, roads out to get on the right one. Yeah, because the, the old markers I remembered weren't there anymore. Yeah, Coach, it uh, has changed any, a lot. Yeah, anything else you want to say before we let you go? Well, I guess you know, just happy that you know we made it all the way through our season. Of you know, I even when we talked back in August, I didn't know we would ever get to this point and be able to talk about the whole season. So I'm I'm happy about that and. And I think, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it through and, you know, just the scare, whatever's going on in the world. But, you know, the players helped me out, too. They, they just, they, uh, you know, it's just kind of, it was neat that they would be able to, you know, bring, they helped bring a community together, a bunch of people together, and, and we kind of forget about stuff for a while or we'll go out and play a game of soccer, which was kind of neat. So, yes, uh, it is. And uh, I know the... Uh, people in the area thank you for your hard work and I know with your job and your travel that uh, 
takes a special effort, and I know the Academy is very thankful they got you, and uh, I appreciate talking to you every year, and let's hope that uh, next year we can do this face-to-face. Uh, I sure hope so, Ron. I, and I, I really believe we will be able to. Uh, you I tell appreciate everything help. you do. Yeah, tell the family hello, and uh, see you down the road. And yeah, give a shout out to my three grandkids. I got three now: Bracken, Abram, Manelli. Okay, good enough. You're Kendra one ahead of me. Kendra keeps keeps busy. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. That'll, that'll keep that'll keep you young. All right, thanks, Ron. Kate, thank you so much. And we will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're listening to WR Coviet. Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM dial and streaming live on WRRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build-your-own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces, add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year, and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalize marinara, man. Like that guy. He says legalize marinara. I agree. Support the legalization of marinara. Buy your pizza at Ison's Family Pizza. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to discuss social cues and the importance of boundaries. When speaking to others, we must pay attention to boundaries, personal space, and tone. Speak with an indoor voice and give them personal space. Remind your children to be respectful in his or her speech. This message is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garings, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value price comfort series to our top-performing Infinity system, Carrier and Garings have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We are back and joining us now is Troy Davis, uh, Greensburg's cross-country coach. Coach, uh, fill us in on your season. I know it's uh, not totally ended for you, so fill us in on what happened so far. Well, sure. Uh we actually uh, just competed in the regional meet at Franklin over the over the weekend. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have uh, Bruno Hanna on the girls' side win her fourth uh, straight regional title individually. So she was able to run 18:20 for the win, uh, and then we had a second young lady that also qualified uh, individually uh, and move on for the semi-state meet next weekend. Uh, Emily Mangles was an individual qualifier uh, after placing 27th. Uh, on the team side, we came up just a touch short. We were hoping to be in the top five and move on, uh, but take, took the sixth position over the weekend, had a lot of good races, but uh, unfortunately, for the most part, our team our team season ended there, uh, and the same was true for the boys. Uh, we took eighth place out of the ten teams in the regional meet, and we unfortunately did not have any individual qualifiers this year. So uh, the boys' team wraps up uh, at regional, but we're excited to have Emily and Brenner uh, competing this upcoming weekend in Shelbyville. Uh, Coach, uh, tell us about the top uh, runners on your boys' team and then the girls. Sure. Uh, uh, the top five on the boys, uh, the, the top five have been pretty solid for us. Uh, we have uh, two juniors leading the way, 
uh, Sawyer Sanders and Cole Stevens. Uh, then we have a sophomore, Nate Murray. Uh, and then we're very, very excited to have two freshmen, uh, Jake Hawkins and, uh, probably Jake Hawkins and Cameron Schwartz are in our top five. And honestly, they, they mix it up quite a bit. I don't think we've had the same top five order, uh, two meets in a row. Uh, but we've, we've been, uh, very fortunate to have a lot of our new class and get some, get some experience. Uh, and we've had three of those, three of those young men, uh, have broken 18, uh, 18 minutes for 5K this year and excited about having, uh, a lot of good experience come back here for the next couple of years. So, uh, 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 the girl- that- go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, we unfortunately only have one senior, uh, this year on the team and he got injured at work over the summer. So we, uh, did not actually have any seniors on the boys team this year. So a lot of, a lot of freshmen, sophomores and juniors getting some good experience, but, uh, we're looking forward to having all those, all those kids back next year, uh, hopefully in 2021. And then tell us about the girls squad. Sure. Uh, we've had our, uh, number one runner the last four years has been Brenner Hanna. Uh, she's been, uh, really, really able to, Set a set a really low score for us. Uh, then typically uh, we have Emily Mangles and Liz Pavey as our second and third runners. They kind of bounce back and forth uh, depending on who has a good afternoon or a good meet. Uh, and then we have senior Olivia Colson was our fourth runner, pretty consistent throughout the year. Uh, and then our fifth runner varied uh, a little bit for us. Uh, when she was there and healthy, we had a freshman Hannah Crowell that was able to step in. Uh, but we've also had uh, Sophie Nobby. Uh, and Emma Wilbur have also ran uh, in the top five for us this year. So I've uh, got a nice mix of juniors, seniors, and uh, a couple of freshmen there as well for us on the, on the girls' side. Uh, a couple of those names you mentioned uh, rang a bell there. I heard a Hawkins name in there in the coast, and I think those uh, bring back some memories of some kids yeah, we actually, we, Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you may uh, you may remember Josh Hawkins was an, an all-state athlete for the Pirates, and that is uh, that is uh, Jake's dad and his, his mom, Amy, also uh, Amy Hawkins was actually the, uh, on the coaching staff here uh, when I began coaching. So uh, they both are the swim coaches now here at the high school. Uh, but yeah, Tony Colson, you may remember that's Olivia's dad. And then uh, Jenny Ernst is, is, is Brenner's mom as well. So we've got a lot of second generation uh, runners that are that are on the on the Pirates side. So we've got a you, you, uh, been you very, very, very fortunate and blessed. To, what's that? I said you you certainly do. Yes, yeah, so we're we're excited to have the those 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 people continue to to, to run and uh, and support the Greensburg uh, cross country program. We're very very fortunate and blessed to have that. Who is helping you with cross country this year, Coach? Uh, well, this is actually uh, Connie Million is our, been our my assistant for the last four years, so uh, she does a great job for us. Unfortunately, she she's batting a little bit of a stress reaction issue, so she just recently got out of her boot. So uh, we've. She's been able to help do a lot of things at practice, but unfortunately, uh, been a little limited on running with the kids. But she does a great job on um, keeping everybody motivated and keeping everybody on task. And it's been really, really, uh, really, really great to have her help in the last four years. She's been able to get in and learn a lot, and uh, just uh, really nice to have uh, another coach there. For the first ten or twelve years, it was I uh, didn't have an assistant coach at all. So been very fortunate to have Connie help in the last four years. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say I was going to mention junior high. Katina Takovi uh, is has been the junior high cross country coach for the last several years and uh, just does an outstanding job recruiting young athletes and runners. Uh, and then she has a couple assistants, uh, Matt Slavin and Dale Galk this year. So they've they've been able to they've been the the feeder program for us and they've been the reason for our our recent success here. Really excited to have have all the, that group of of enthusiastic uh, coaches and recruiters there at the junior high level. They've been been able to get us. 
uh, a lot of talented and experienced runners from the junior high and uh, looking forward to working with some more of those young young runners next year. Coach, uh, runners like uh, Brenner Brenner Hanna have come along uh, in some coaches once in a lifetime. You've been fortunate to have some very, very good runners down through the years, but tell us what it's been like working with Brenner these four years. Uh, it's it's uh, I, it's been a challenge and, and it's been a blessing. I was going to say I was speaking to someone this afternoon and they they couldn't believe that she was a senior, uh, and I kind of had that same reaction. You know, I can still remember uh, when working with her and watching her develop just through her freshman year, and then uh, you know we're, we're getting near the end of uh, her, her career at least at Greensburg. Uh, she has high aspirations of, of racing in college, and I, I think she'll be able to realize a lot of success at the next level. But she's uh, she's been blessed with just a lot of talent and. And she's worked to earn and develop uh, each year as a runner. Her her PR has gotten faster each each season we've run. Uh, she ran 18:09 earlier this year uh, at Columbus North. Uh, was able to uh, able to get and win our division and place second overall that day uh, to a young lady from from Edgewood. So she's she just continued to develop and get stronger and faster and better each year. So uh, with uh, the current training situation, where we weren't able to meet. Uh, start even training as a team till uh, July this summer. I wasn't sure how that would impact her, but she stepped right in and was was in shape from from the first day just because of the time she'd invested uh, individually. And uh, looking forward for uh, to another big race from her here as we get ready for semi-state and then um, hopefully as as she can qualify for the state meet coming up in a couple weeks at Terre Haute. So uh, she just she she works hard every day and uh, today uh, was no different. We got uh, somewhere between nine and ten miles in in the drizzly rain and. Um, she didn't bad an eye, didn't didn't complain a word, just just got out there, got to work, and, and got better today. I know I told a lot of people, uh, the kids I coached, uh, and, and cross country, you don't uh, check to see if they're eligible at the end of grading period. You check who didn't make the honor roll, and I'm sure this young lady's a good student as well. Oh yes, actually, I, I was gonna. I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, coach. Yeah, we, we actually had uh, our two of we had. Three young ladies that were academic all state this year for the uh, through the track and cross country association and uh, Emily Mangles, which was our other state or pardon me semi state qualifier, she was first team academic all state, uh, which is a combination of GPA, uh, SAT score, and uh, running. Uh, and then Brenner was honorable mention as well as Olivia Colson. So we had two seniors and a junior on the uh, academic all state team for the for the coaches association. So that was uh, I think shows they, the kids have balance and they've. Uh, going to work hard at practice every day, but they're going to go home and study and, and be ready for school also. So, yeah, they've, uh, that's, uh, thankfully for us, that's been the, the rule rather than the exception here lately. We've had a number of athletes that have excelled both, uh, academically and athletics. So that's, um, that's been a, been a nice, uh, a nice, nice thing to have in our program. I know when I drive around, uh, the Batesville Oldenburg area here, I see the kids running by themselves in the summer, and I'm sure that the people of Greensburg have seen Brenner on the roads, uh, a lot, uh, during her career. Yes, yeah, we've, uh, she, she takes her training very seriously, and we've, we've tried to build that, not only just with Brenner, but for all the athletes. We've tried to get those kids, uh, we've, uh, started a 250K club, uh, we've got a 500K club, and even a 1000K club, trying to get those kids to just invest uh, time in the summer and try to reward those who've got t-shirts the kids can earn depending on uh, their level of training uh, each each summer uh, and those can build throughout their career too so we try to instill not only just a one-year pro or one-year training but just trying to build that consistency over uh, a four-year period and hopefully uh, as some of my juniors and seniors can tell you that 
that does pay off. If you can be consistent and stay healthy over a four-year career, the, the goal is to see the kids get faster and stronger each with each progressive season. And I think Brenner Brenner will be a great a great example of, of being able to do that over a, over a four-year four-year time period. Yeah, I know your uh, career and uh, mine kind of mirror each other because uh, you and uh, Lisa go at it each year at Batesville and Greensburg, and Ed Dyer and I did that uh, when Ed was at uh, Greensburg. So that tradition is still going on. Yes, yes. I was going to say, I want to wish uh, Coach Gassman and both the boys and girls teams uh, best of luck here this weekend. Hopefully they can uh, run some PR. So they had an outstanding meet. Uh, the girls were runner-up at um, at the regional meet, uh, falling a little short to Center Grove, and the boys also qualified through. So good luck to good luck to the Batesville teams here this upcoming weekend. Hopefully we can uh, show some EIEC pride and uh, hopefully get a couple qualifiers through uh, for Terre Haute uh, and on Halloween actually this year. State meets on Halloween, so hopefully <laughs> hopefully we can have somebody running and uh, uh, here in a couple weeks. And uh, for the people that are not familiar with uh, the route at uh, Southeastern Indiana goes through uh, Saturday at Shelbyville is what I call the meat grinder because you got all the Indianapolis schools there and uh, the top uh, 10 in the state. I'm not sure how many are there, but there's a bunch of them. Yes, I, I didn't count this year either, uh, Coach, but there's, yeah, the, the there'll be six qualifying teams, and unfortunately uh, there'll be a, probably a couple top 20 teams that won't, won't even make it to the state meet just because of the because uh, of the comp- competitive level. So we're uh, we're hoping Brenner and can rise the challenge and Emily as well. Uh, but yeah, it, there, there's not room for error on Saturday. You've, um, it's it's a it's a challenge uh, when you get off the bus. You've got all of Marion County and all of Hamilton County, and you throw in Zionsville and Center Grove. There's uh, in a single class in a single class system like we have for cross country. There's uh, there's there's a lot of lot of talent there that'll uh, be running fast on Saturday. So we're hoping to hoping to take advantage of that and qualify. Uh, hopefully Brenner can qualify for the state meet and uh, run a run a fast time and be ready for uh, ready for another challenge when we get to Terre Haute here um, a week from Saturday. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, I, I just want to say thanks again for, for working me in this evening. I know it's a little late in the year and um, I just am uh, excited to be able to be still competing with uh, with all the uncertainty uh, to get this far into the postseason into October. We're, we're just uh, blessed to be competing and uh, thank you for your time and uh, keep keeping everybody informed on all the sports goings on in, uh, in southeastern Indiana. Well, best of luck on Saturday and thank you so much for joining us and uh, we'll be seeing you down the road. Yep, sounds good. Thank you very again. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, thank you. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 and FM Dow and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build-your-own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces, add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year, and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalize marinara, man. Like that guy. He says legalize marinara. I agree. Support the legalization of marinara. Buy your pizza at Ison's Family Pizza. If you could change one thing about how the inside of your home feels, what would it be? Fewer drafts? A quieter system? More or less humidity? Believe it or not, you can enjoy all these things and more with a Linux home comfort system. 
from Hurt and Elko. And best of all, they've got plenty of high-efficiency options. So call 812-934-4646 today. That's Hurt and Elko at 812-934-4646 or online at hurt-elko.com. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager from Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick, where savings is the name of the game. Take advantage of a $2,000 rebate on a new Colorado, a $2,250 rebate on a new Traverse, a $3,750 rebate on a new Trax, and a $4,750 rebate on a new Equinox. Take advantage of these huge savings on Chevrolets and Buicks through October 31st at Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick, the home of the free old change for life. Thank you for shopping at Tom Civet Chevrolet Buick. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now, Devin Olery, Baker High School football coach. And, uh, Coach, uh, what a difference the week made. Uh, the Connorsville game, tell us about it and who played well for the Bulldogs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the week makes a difference, and it was nice, like I said, seeing some guys back and uh, back at it. And uh, I think, you know, whenever you score 42 points, you know, initially you got to look at the offensive line and, you know, Carson Aki coming back at center um, allowed us to kind of put everything back in a domino effect and allow um, Chase Hamilton to go back out to right tackle and Blake Hahn back at right guard. And so it was good to see most of them. And, you know, our offensive line different than beat up uh, physically in a lot of ways. So um, still not quite 100%. Some of those guys are still battling through some things. But uh looked a lot better. You know, Austin Pullman nearly 200 yards rushing. Uh, he had a really good game, you know, and... Travis Tucker was just under 100, so um, really ran the ball very well. It was kind of a big emphasis of ours, and um, so, I mean, I think we were just shy of 400 yards of offense, you know, and so I think you know, offensively I think we played well. Um, I thought Craig Peters played a really good game on wide receiver again. Um, Austin did a really good job of just kind of when the plays were there, you know, taking our shots, and we did. Uh, defensively, um, you know, we got up 35 nothing there early in the in the uh, third quarter, and uh, they were pitching a shutout uh, for for most of the you know for the majority of the game. So um, they played really well. I mean, Jeremiah Lemel, who's um, you know he played really good actually going back to the Franklin County game, and uh, he, you know him and Ben Shovel, two senior inside linebackers, uh, have continued to uh, play like seniors. You know, here down the stretch, Von uh, Lee Hunt and um, Will Meir at our outside linebackers um, played well um, and, and Nate Deputy was playing a lot more you know we did more of a four-man look uh, front look this week and um, I thought he played really really well so I think just a collective effort you know and then um, you know we forced four turnovers you know on the defensive side of the ball um, and so I think Jacob Neer finally caught one as he would Probably chat when you hear that uh, he's dropped, but he there's a reason, right? He's been playing with a cast. Uh, he, you know, had a fracture back in that Rushville game and and uh, missed the East Central game and has been playing with a cast ever since. And he and he's still been playing with it. He made a he you know finally made made an interception and um, you know he's been just joking. He's like, Man, I probably should have about five or six by now, but uh, you know it's, it's hard to do that with one hand. So. Um, you know, overall, just a really good effort. Braden Foster was five, you know, six for six on the PAT. So uh, I think overall, just a really good effort, and, you know, uh, in all three phases. Uh, Coach, uh, you got Franklin County coming up at uh, home this week in the 
and a uh, sectional ball game. Uh, I know that, that, that it's hard for people to put that uh, game out out of their minds two weeks ago, but I'm sure your kids have uh, forgot about it. And uh, what do you hope to improve on uh, going into this week's game? Well, I think there's a couple things. I mean, I think um, you know you start on the offensive side and, and really on the offensive defense. I think anytime you watch a football game and they throw the one first thing you watch is the line, you know, line play and, and who's winning in those areas. And I felt like Franklin County, um, they won, you know, on, you know, in that, you know, that department, um, and, and the first time, you know, and there's a lot of reasons why. And our, our guys, um, feel like a lot of the things that we didn't do well, are fixable um, that that was not their best performance and um, I think they've proven you know last week in practice to get better and to be a little more dialed in and focused um, and I think you know it's gonna be the same this week you know we got a couple couple seniors on that offensive line um, in Carson Mackey and Cole Swingle that you know they don't want this to end you know they they know what they've got to do you know, Carson didn't get to play in that first game um, and, you know, Chase Hamilton, you know, he missed half of that game as well. Um, so having him back will be a big perk. Um, and, and so hopefully that'll be a big thing, you know, right there is, you know, the line play on both sides because some of those guys also play on the defensive side of the ball. We got to tackle better. Um, I felt like um, there was a lot of plays uh, that I felt Franklin County, you know, after contact, they they kind of um, you know would make instead of a second eleven, it was second seven, you know, or um, you know third and they were getting third and twos, third and threes when they could have been third and five, third and six, and those are things where uh, I know you know for me calling offense, you know that's that's a big difference, and uh, that I felt like we those are some things that you, know, you just look back, uh, we we had some costly penalties that. You know, in an opportune times, we didn't cause any turnovers. Um, you know, in, in that in that game, we we turned the ball over. Um, you know, once so you know, it, it's just we got to play better. Got to play better on our special teams. Um, again, like I said, I, and I said it a couple of weeks ago. I don't feel at all we're forty-one points less than Franklin County, but we were that night, and uh, so. Hopefully this Friday will be another new. Will be, it's going to be another game. It's going to be a new game in a different, you know, different venue. Um, maybe different weather. I don't know. But you know, and just uh, we just got to play better and be more focused in, in all three facets. And if we and if we are, I think the outcome and, and everything's going to be a lot different. Coach, I, I don't know which uh, games you're able to see on uh, Franklin County, but uh, they played uh, Beach Grove on uh, Friday night. Uh, where have you been able to get a hold of that uh, film to see that one? Yeah, I mean, we we did get that film uh, right away, and um, you know, the nice thing is it's it is an opponent in Beach Grove we're familiar with, you know, uh, and, and most people probably wouldn't realize that just because we scrimmage Beach Grove uh, for a few times here since I've been uh, at base, we, we scrimmage them uh, up at their place in the middle of the summer. And so to see some of the things that they do, knowing the athletes that they have and, and the things you can kind of, you can get a pretty good sense of comparison. And, um, and they got a really good program at the Beach Grove. And, and they, uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, they, they run a lot of things similar to what we run, and I think it was a good film to have. 
um, a good thing to just kind of see, you know, um, whether some things that we were missing or some things that we just didn't do or execute as well. Um, and we felt like in watching, maybe there were some things in there that um, Beach Grove was kind of attacking similar to what we were. They just did better. And um, and so we, you know, just kind of talked about that a little bit today as well, as, you know, is that there's just some things in there that we, you know, we just got to do a little bit better. Um, and, that, you know, like I said, um, but Beach Grove's a really good team, and, and I know Franklin County was definitely right there with them. So, um, again, Franklin County's a really good team. We, we know that, hey, we're, we're going to have to come in and play a really good game um, and, and and not beat ourselves and put ourselves in a position. Yeah, I think first quarter is going to be huge. First half, you know, all that's going to win it, win it by quarter, you know, and just hopefully, and I think our guys, you know, yeah, I, I feel pretty confident that our guys have got that 41-0 uh, loss kind of out of their mind. You know, you know, they're high school kids, and sometimes you wonder if there's doubt. But um, I think, you know, we got it's got to be a big emphasis to get off to a fast start, good start, and uh, and just go play. Uh, Coach, I know you said earlier that it's, it's nice to be getting your kids healthy for this time of the year. I know that uh, – with a smaller squad this year, you had to play more kids probably both ways than you like. And in a nine-game season, that starts taking its toll. But I think, as you said, you're getting healthy at the right time. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, when you lose, we go back, and, and it's part of the game, right? You, you know, you know that injuries are going to happen um, in flight. You like to be deep, and you, know, you got your two deep, and you got your, you know. Um, plans in place when, when certain guys go down and um but yeah we we've we've had some injuries just like some others and um you know you you just hope that you know that when you get to tournament time that um you've been able to overcome that you know when those guys get hurt that those guys that come up uh in play you know now you just feel better you know they you know they get some experience and then overall you just hopefully you're getting better throughout the season and um, you know, we, we're, I, I do. I, I do feel like we're getting healthy uh, or healthier um, at the right time. You know, we just, um, you know, it's one thing when you can have maybe an injury here or there in certain positions, which is kind of what we were having. You know, when Jacob Muir went down there in the Rushville game, he was having a really good season um, and uh, at wide receiver and defensive back. And, you know, he had to miss, you know, uh, basically two games because he didn't play much in that Rushville game. And, you know, you have a guy maybe at linebacker when we had Jeremiah Wimble at the beginning of the year. Um, well, that provided an opportunity for Trent Rell, a sophomore, I think, to really, I mean, when he plays JV, he's, he's one of the best players on the field, you know, and, but he's also a guy now that we can rotate in and we feel we're deeper at linebacker, you know, and so some injuries are kind of creating opportunities for others to, to do that. And I think now as we're getting healthier, I feel like we're, we're definitely deeper um, than maybe what we kind of felt maybe going into the season. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, you just hope hopefully that's the case. You know, like we said, we've already talked about the offensive line. Uh, that was the one area we were really thin at. And so when you, you know, lose a couple of those guys there, um, it was kind of a mixture of a couple guys there for a couple weeks. And, you know, and sometimes it was almost three, you know, guys and you're kind of scrambling. Um, it really impacts. So that's, you know, that's, kind of our job as a coaching staff to try to get guys in the right place and now the guys to step up and I feel like collectively you know everyone's kind of doing their part and you know you just hope now that we're healthy and you know that everything kind of uh, makes us a better product without a better team 
and um, you know puts us in a pretty good position. Hopefully, as we start uh, sectional play, that we'll be we'll be right there and we'll be a contender. Coach, uh, what do people need to know about uh, tickets for the sectional game? I know that's been different this year too because of COVID. Well, I do know they're going to do some pre-sale tickets um, here early. I think hopefully to in regards to, and I think everything's going through the athletic department. Um, so I think the help with um, basically, you know, not having a lot of crowds and, and long lines, I guess you could say, going into the into the game. So people can do that. Plus, you guarantee them to get into the game. I know there's going to be some limitations, um, you know, in regards to that. I think we're probably going to be about where we were in the last couple weeks, barring you know, something being said by the state, but uh, you know, I think you know, you know pre-sale tickets. There, there still should be tickets at the gate, as long as not all those tickets are sold beforehand. So, if people are definitely wanting to go, I would definitely suggest and urge them to you know get that pre-sale uh, ticket beforehand and go into the athletic department. And again, seven o'clock kickoff. Okay, coach. Uh, are the uh, reserves playing tonight? Uh, we actually have postponed that game. Um, a lot of rain, a lot of weather. I think the field, um, they didn't feel comfortable with that. And plus, the expectation of maybe some more rain, a possible storm. So they kind of postponed it. So we're going to play that game Thursday. Um, you know, with a lot of our guys being freshmen anyways, um, it kind of, kind of works out. You know, it's typically when the freshmen see games would be. So we, Moved it to Thursday to end up to end their season, so it looks like weather's going to be a lot better um, towards the end of the week, uh, anyways. So, um, and then last week they played to a zero-zero tie. Uh, that game was called uh, midway through the uh, fourth quarter due to weather, um, but it was a zero-zero tie uh, against Franklin County. So, um, um, so you know, just weather's been playing an impact for them here, unfortunately. And again, like I said, I really wanted our guys to just didn't want to. Didn't want to cancel that game. You know, I wanted them to have at least one more one more game this season. So they'll play Thursday, and we'll kind of have an update um, next Monday when we talk. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, I think we're good. I appreciate everything you guys do, and uh, hopefully we can get a big crowd for Friday. Okay, and good luck on Friday night, and we'll be listening again. And uh, best of luck, and we'll talk to you next Monday. All right, thanks. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, your FM dial, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build-your-own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces, add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year, and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalize marinara, man. Like that guy. He says legalize marinara. I agree. Support the legalization of marinara. Buy your pizza at Ison's Family Pizza. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garing's, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value price comfort series to our top performing infinity system, Carrier and Garings have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. When it comes-
comes to your prescriptions and medications, you want to be able to rely on someone you know and trust. And you can trust George's to fill your prescription right, deliver it to your door, and, most importantly, give you all the professional advice you need. For prescriptions you know and trust, George's Pharmacy. We are here for you. We are here for you. George's offers free delivery to Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We are back, and uh, we would thank you to be with us. If you wondered about uh, Eric Feller tonight, Eric had a conflict that came up and uh, could not be on with us this evening. We tried to get uh, the uh, Oldberg Academy uh, girls' soccer coach. You know, they went into the uh, regional week last week, but uh, Coach McTee was not available tonight. He had another conflict that he couldn't change, so we're going to get him on a little bit later in the season. Uh, next week, of course, we will be back. Uh, we will have uh, Eric and Evan, hopefully, and then we've got Derek Suits coming in. He's the Batesville Middle School cross-country coach, and Shelly Prickle, who ran the Batesville Middle School volleyball this year. Uh, so we will be talking to them. I want to congratulate uh, several teams in the area for a great uh, Saturday at Batesville High School Boys and girls cross-country teams, as you heard Coach Davis say, both qualified as teams for the semi-state. The girls just uh, getting beat out by, uh, I think it was uh, six points by Center Grove at the uh, regional, and the boys finishing third. So they go on as teams. And then uh, Brenner Hanna from uh, Greensburg was the regional champ. Uh, I think the coach said that's either three or four years in a row she's been a regional champ, so congratulations to all of them. And to, you can check the website for the other individuals from the area who are going on. There's quite a few of them who qualified individually to go on, so check the website. Uh, has all that information on it. Also, there were two volleyball teams from the area that qualified for the regional, the Greensburg girls volleyball team and the Narticator girls volleyball team both go on to the regional. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Greensburg girls volleyball team are still undefeated for this season. So uh, congratulations to them and best of luck to them uh, as they go on to the next level. And... uh, uh, Coach mentioned that Batesville was having pre-sale tickets. Uh, North Decatur is not having any pre-sale tickets, uh, pre-game tickets. Uh, you have to pick up the tickets at the gate for their game with Cambridge City. So uh, in that case, uh, check that out. Uh, also want to say congratulations to all the area fall teams who have now finished their seasons. It was a great uh in the area for a lot of teams. A lot of them did very, very well, and uh, some of them obviously still uh, having their programs go on. So we wish the best of luck to those going on, to those individuals going on at uh, this level, and we hope that the the COVID-19 doesn't mess up anybody's chances because they've made it this far into the season, and we can hope that they finish, and we hope all of the area football teams that are going into the sectional do not run into any problems uh, this weekend as well and uh, so they get to finish their season out until they lose or win a state championship and I know 
Uh, there's some very, very good uh, sectional games coming up on this first weekend. Uh, in the case of East Central, I think they're playing an undefeated team in the first game of the sectional. Remember, in Indiana, there's no uh, uh, seeding of teams, so you don't know who you're going to get. And uh, So there's some very, very good first-round games. I think Lawrenceburg's playing Brownstown Central, who's been the perennial uh, sectional champion uh uh, now they've been uh, moved into the sectional with uh, EIAC teams, so that puts another good team in there as well. We want to thank all of you for joining us this evening. We want to thank our sponsors. This is brought to us by Ison's uh, Family Pizza, and is also brought to us in part by ETC, Garings Incorporated, Tom Sibbett, Chevy Buick, Charges Pharmacy, Medical and Floral. Here's an Elko and the Coalition for Drug-Free Bates. So we want to thank John for keeping us on the air and uh, for all, all of the people listening in and all the coaches for taking their time to be with us. Good night, everyone. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at WRBIRadio.com. From 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.